Welcome to the Next Level Selling Podcast, where your host, Michael Paul, teaches you the concepts of high-performance selling and going from good to great in your sales game. Whether you're just getting started or have been pursuing sales greatness for years, this podcast will help you maximize your income while having fun along the way. Are you ready to take this thing to the top? Let's go. Now, here's your host of the Next Level Selling Podcast, Michael Paul. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Michael here with your Next Level Selling Podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So this is the Jackson Hole, Wyoming edition. I really am just calling it that because, you know, I want to talk a couple minutes about my wife and myself going out to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And, you know, it wasn't really a vacation trip, although it was a vacation trip. I'll explain that. So a couple of years ago, pre-pandemic, we're going to start having these new terms now, but pre-pandemic, uh, SunTrust Bank, which is now morphing into Truist, which, you know, I love you, SunTrust. I'm not sure where the whole Truist came from, but it's, it's growing on me. But SunTrust Bank, awesome bank that we deal with uh, in the car industry for the auto loan side, they basically awarded our dealership. So it wasn't me specifically. I'd love to sit there and say, hey, it was all me but it wasn't. It was the dealership. So, you know, we have a great team there, a great management team, uh, great F&I guys, sales managers, GM, uh, great sales team. So bottom line is we were awarded this trip for sending them so much business. I mean, these guys were having their mortgages paid without a doubt. <laughs> okay. I thought that was funny, but anyway, so we send them a lot of business and as an award to the dealership, uh, they offered this trip for two people, all expenses paid to go out to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And my GM being the awesome man that he is, he basically awarded it to me, uh, this time around because I don't know, you know, I'd like to think that I, you know, a couple years ago, I was really working hard and I still do, but I was working pretty hard putting in the hours. And, uh, so they awarded me the trip, the GM and the owner. And so anyway, but then, you know, pandemic hits and, uh, trip is off. Well, SunTrust came through and uh, four or five months ago, they emailed me and said, hey, guess what? We're going to Jackson Hole, pandemic or not. So my wife and I are pretty excited about that. And we flew out, I don't know, last Sunday. And um, I know you're hearing this on Monday, but I'm talking a week ago. So we flew out last Sunday to Jackson Hole. Uh, man, it was beautiful. Kind of flew in a little bit cloudy. I don't know if you've ever been there, but a lot of people don't know this, but Jackson Hole, Wyoming is at a higher altitude than the Mile High City of uh, Denver, Colorado. So it's a higher altitude. Don't believe me. Google it. And uh, we were right there at the Four Seasons Resort. Uh, I think it's Bridger Mountain, the Bridger Gondola. And if you go to the top of the mountain, which we did, you're over 10,000 feet elevation. Nosebleed. Like, literally, my nose was bleeding. It was pretty cold. So I, that was a bit gross. I apologize. But nonetheless... So we got out there and they took us on this uh, really cool kind of a safari, if you will. We went and toured the Grand Teton uh, National Park. We were trying to go to Yellowstone, but believe it or not, there was so much snow that they had closed down one of the main gates leading in from, you know, the Wyoming side into Yellowstone. So we sadly could not go into Yellowstone, which was, you know, something my wife and I looked forward to. But nonetheless... Uh, Grand Teton National Park. If you've never been out to Wyoming, holy crap, you got to do it. We saw bears and uh, on my Facebook page, I put this video of a couple moose that were, you know, probably within 40, 50 feet of us, which was quite frankly dangerous and maybe stupid on our part, but YOLO. So anyway, we had a great time hanging out with a lot of top dealers, 
you know, I met a lot of great uh, GSMs and finance directors and, um, and even GMs and owners. And so I just want to say that if you've never been to Wyoming, you should probably go. The city of Jackson Hole, I, I loved it. All the sidewalks are like boardwalks. If you wear cowboy boots like I do, they sound really cool. You know, when you're walking down the boardwalk there on all the different sidewalks. So uh, just wanted to say it was a wonderful trip. Hope that you are finding the time to take a two-day, three-day, four-day weekend, maybe take a week off and have a little vacation in the midst of all of this craziness in this uh, pandemic. But more importantly, I hope you're making a living, uh, or I should say making a life. You know, making a living is just, you know, getting good wages and you're paying the bills and things are great. But I hope you're making a life, whatever that might be for you, whatever industry you might be in. So, you know, I guess maybe today a topic I'll talk about is the art of no, the art of no. I was working with some sales guys the other day and I'm talking to them and I say guys because it was literally, there were, there were guys, there was, I wasn't working with any girls at the time. So I was working with a couple sales guys and I found that, you know, I'm always, I mean, I know this stuff. I've been doing this for a long time, but I found that as I was talking to them about some deals they were working on and when they were in front of their prospects and they were talking to them and trying to get the deals done, that quite frankly, they came out and admitted, well, I was a little afraid of hearing no. I was kind of, I was worried about it. Like it was, it was bothering me to the point that I probably was losing my process. I was not on my game. It was psychologically screwing with my head and I just don't want to hear no. Well, you know, who does? Who wants to hear no? Technically, nobody wants to hear it, but let me just propose something to you for a second. What if I told you that you want to hear a no? You, you want to hear an objection, and the sooner in your sales process, the better. The sooner you hear objections or you actually hear the word no when you ask a question, which, you know, some people will always say, I love when a sales trainer will say, Always ask open-ended questions. Don't ever ask something that's going to get a yes or a no. I do agree with that and I understand the point behind it, but I disagree because sometimes I just want to know where the customer stands. I want to hear a no every now and then. I don't want to hear a no, but I'm not afraid of hearing a no because I've reached a point where I feel pretty dang competent in my abilities and there's not much that I can't overcome because when you get to my age, turning 58 here on the 30th of September, when you get to my age and you've been selling for, I mean, three decades basically right now, there's not much that I haven't heard. And I don't want to say that I just say things robotically, but I do have word tracks based on the industry that I'm selling in. And these word tracks, when they come out, they come out natural. They're believable because I do believe in what I'm saying. I am convicted about what I'm saying. And that is extremely important in achieving success. If you don't believe what you're saying, I promise you, your prospect isn't going to either. You might get lucky now and then, but they're not going to believe it. So the art of no is getting to a point in your sales position, in your sales career, that you're going for the no's because when you get those no's, you can confidently overcome them with, I don't know, value, with proper benefits that the customer is actually looking to achieve. You overcome the no, not just an objection. Over, listen, an objection is, eh, I got to think about it. But when someone says no, that's definitive. They're saying not happening, not going to do it. No means no. And 
most of the time, salespeople, in my experience, they just absolutely you know, freak out. They're like, oh my God, that's it, I'm done. The sale's over with, not gonna happen. Next thing you know, they're reporting to their sales manager, whoever they report to, if they're reporting to anybody, or if you work for yourself, you just walk away with your head held low and saying, well, I screwed that up, I didn't get the deal, and that sucks. But the fact of the matter is, the more no's you get, the more you can overcome the no, the more sales you're going to make. Now, law of averages is important. I mean, I believe in Jim Rohn, you know, when he talks about law of averages, but you got to remember, you just don't want to keep asking and get a no, asking, get a no, asking, get a no, asking, get a no, asking, get a yes, and go, hey, there's my ratio. You know, one out of five, one out of eight, one out of 10 times, I'm going to get a yes. You need to be better than that because then you're technically just blowing through prospects. And every time you blow through a prospect, that's money. Now, whether you have leads being fed to you, whether you basically go and get all of your leads on your own, whether you're doing cold calling, however it is that you prospect, that you market to get in front of somebody, it costs money. I would even venture to tell you that, you know, the, the proverbial walk-in, if you're working in a brick and mortar business and somebody walks in your front door, you're a real estate agent, someone just walks in and says, I'm looking for information about buying a property. And you try to sell them something and let's just say you fail. It doesn't work, whether it's then or four appointments later, it doesn't work. It still costs money because, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's probably overhead on the facility that you were at when the person walked in the door. There's time that you invested in getting up and getting ready and going in. And there's, there's technology, there's CRM costs, there's, there's costs. So every time you get a no and you don't close a deal and the customer walks away from you, it costs money. So go for the no's and get better. You need to acquire skills. Selling is a skill. I've said it, I don't know, 50,000 times. Selling is a skill. I love when people say, oh, no, no, Mike, you don't understand. People are either natural born salespeople or they're not. I disagree. I disagree. I've trained plenty of people over my lifetime at this point that are introverted, never sold a thing in their life. And through training and patience and working with someone, lo and behold, they start selling. They learn the skill of selling. They have the mindset to sell. They understand influence. They understand the definition of leadership. They know what it takes to take a customer down a path and influence their decision and sell a product. I mean, it's not rocket surgery. Anybody can do this if they truly put their mind to it. Are you making $50,000 a year or less in this country, in this great country? You're wrong. You're, you just should not be making less than $50,000. I mean, look, let's face it. It is getting harder and harder to feed your family. It's getting harder and harder and more expensive to live these days. And you can sit there and say, well, it's not right. And you can come up with all these reasons why it shouldn't be that way. But you know what, folks? It is. It is what it is, and you can sit there and bellyache and cry and moan and bitch and come up with all these excuses as to why you can't be successful, or you can stop with that BS thinking right now and make a change. Make a change. What do you got to do to make a change? You have to make a decision. When you make a decision, you have to take action. When you take action, you might fall on your face a few times. Get up, keep stepping forward. Keep moving towards the goal. What's the goal? A better life. A life of living at the next level. 
Are you making 50,000 a year or less and you want to get to 75,000 a year? I promise you $75,000 a year provides a better lifestyle for your family than 50. $100,000 a year provides a better lifestyle than 75. And it's not about greed. I'm not talking about let's all just get rich. But I'm telling you right now, if you want to do things for your family, if you want to put them in better schools, if you want to have better options, you have to have more money. You want to take care of homeless folks? You got to have money to help them. You want to take care of people in need? It could be your next door neighbor that's fallen on hard times, lost a job, they're struggling. You want to take food to them every day? God bless you. That's exactly what we're supposed to do as human beings. Someone said one time, Mike, what's the key to life? What, what, what is the key to life? What's the, what's the secret? I said, there is no secret. In my humble but accurate opinion, the key to a successful life is simply helping others. That's it. Instant gratitude. Someone's trying to cross the street, you help them cross the street, and they look at you and say, thank you so much for helping me. The joy that you get in your heart from doing such an act should just be the greatest feeling on the planet. Selling, making a great living is helping people. You're helping people get what they want. You sell houses, someone needs a house, you help them. What a great feeling on closing date when they handed those when you get those keys handed to them and they go and open the door to their house. What a great feeling. Someone's buying a car, people need cars. Those of you out there selling cars, you should be over the top excited when they come out of that finance office and those keys are handed to them and you walk outside and put them in that car and they drive away and they're smiling ear to ear. You should be happy for those people. Whatever it is you're selling, if you're providing any kind of product, service, whatever to somebody out there on this planet, you should be excited about that. That's why I love selling so much because not only do I get to live a life of helping others in anything, going next door and helping my neighbor move a washer and dryer, which really isn't good for my back anymore, but I'll do it. And I go help my neighbor and I get great joy from that. And then I go to work and I don't hate work. I love going to work. And then I go work and I sell something that helps somebody and I still get great joy. This is what life's all about. So go for the nose, work on your skills, get better at your closing. Closing is nothing more than using influence and education to, to show the customer why they need this product right now. And ultimately, they're going to be excited. You're going to be excited. You're going to close the deal. Not making enough money. If you're not even in sales and you're listening to me for some reason, God bless you. I appreciate that. But I'm telling you right now, it's time to take a chance. It's time to get into a sales profession. Get into a sales job. Get into something. And listen, forget the salaries. People say, yeah, but a lot of sales jobs don't have, you know, don't have a guaranteed base. Guaranteed base my butt. I don't give a crap about no guaranteed base. Get paid more what you're worth. If you're screwing around and you're not selling, well, you don't deserve to get paid. Selling is the profession where when you get up, you put your clothes on and you step out that door, things are going to happen because of you, because of the fire and, and, and just the conviction in your heart. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Do you feel, do you feel where I'm coming from? I hope you do because it's, this is not fake. This is real. And you can do this. I don't care who you are. Listen to my voice. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what trials and tribulations. I don't care what has happened in your life. Forget about that. And let's step forward today. Today 
is the first day in the rest of your life. You've heard this before. Make a decision, take action, get going. You need help? Contact me. You can go to my website if you like, michaelpalk.com, or go to uh, mynextlevelcall.com. Contact me if you need to. Get on my schedule. Have a phone call, 15, 20 minutes. Let's chat. Let's see if there's something I can do to help you out, okay? Otherwise, I really do pray that you guys are pushing through this pandemic, that you're pushing through every day, that any problems that you're having, I pray to God that you overcome them and that you will be healed and that you will live a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful life. If I never speak to you, I promise I'm praying for you, okay? If you guys are with me, I'll see you at the top. Let's make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Next Level Selling Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And check us out online at facebook.com slash next level selling podcast. Are you ready to go to the next level? Michael is currently accepting applications for one-on-one clients looking to earn a lucrative and predictable income in their sales career through his proprietary mindset methods. Book your one-on-one power call today. Go to mynextlevelcall.com, choose a time that works for you, and book your time with Michael. And remember, we'll see you at the top.